You've heard of the National Disability Insurance Scheme, but how much do you know about it? Find out what it means, how it works, and how to apply for access at Carers Queensland's free workshop, Understanding the NDIS. Find out more, check for events coming up near you, and book your spot online at carersqld.com.au. You can also call us on 1300 636. Choice and Control, a podcast celebrating people with disability. Brought to you by Carers Queensland, NDIS local area coordination partner in the community. Daniel Clark and his brother William are Queensland's Young Australians of the Year for 2021. They're passionate about protecting Borneo's endangered orangutans. They've raised hundreds of thousands of dollars for conservation and habitat protection and have spoken to thousands of schoolchildren to raise awareness. 24-year-old Daniel has cerebral palsy. He's completed a university degree and is now balancing sport, volunteering and his conservation work, which was inspired by another nature-loving Queenslander and an Aussie legend. When I was really young, I used to love Watson, Stephen and the Crocodile Hunter. And I was so inspired about his passion for conservation. And the documentary on the orangutan that he did really spoke to me. And then when he passed away in 2002, I was really upset what most of the world was. And then I turned to my parents and I said, who is going to save the orangutan now that Steve Irwin is gone? And then I thought, why can't I do it? And then it all just snowballed for me. It started raising money at our local school. And then my brother William came on board and we've gone from strength to strength. And you were only quite young when that happened, wasn't it? You were only eight or ten, was that yeah, right? I was only ten back then and my dad was like, are you sure what you want to do it? What don't you want to do something else? What go over to America, go over to Disneyland? And I was like, no, no, I, I really want to help save the orangutan. So my parents were so supportive of, of the dream that I had. And on the back of this, you and your brother, as you were saying, established the organisation Tears in the Jungle. Tell me a little bit more about that. Tears in the Jungle is a book that my brother and I wrote on our first trip to Borneo. We were lucky enough to go to Borneo to see the orangutans in the wild. And when we came back from that trip, we wanted to let other people know about the orangutan and know about what it was to be in Borneo because we realised not many people would have the opportunity to travel over there. Writing the book, we realised it could be a really good educational tool and it all went from there. Our book was so successful that we decided to go back to Borneo 
Fitzgerald Leiter in 2014 to say what has changed in Borneo and where the money that people have donated has gone towards. And we wanted to document that in our second book, Five Points of Bible, to let people know that their help had made a huge difference in Borneo and to the care of the arrangement. That's amazing because this important work you're doing is also seeing you and your brother visiting schools, educating students around the country, as well as your literary work on orangutan conservation has been incorporated into the New South Wales Department of Education curriculum. So why is it important to inspire young people to make a positive difference? It's our young people that are the next generation that will ultimately inherit the world that we live in. And we want to encourage and inspire them to become such a passionate about the orientations and indeed the global environment such that we are because the problems that are facing our climate are only going to get worse in the years to come if we don't act now. And we want to encourage as many people as we can to really do their part and help our global environment. So as I was saying before, you've raised more than $950,000. What else does that money go towards? Primarily that money goes to um, protecting the rainforest. We donate the money to the Rainforest Project. They have a program called Save It Forest. We donate money to that program and what that does is hires local rangers and to patrol the national parks around Borneo and Indonesia so that illegal loggers or palm oil companies don't encroach into the land of the national park. The money also goes to care centres and improving um, the technology in the care centres, making sure they have a proper medical equipment and making for all the orphan arrangements have a better to be rehabilitated back into the wild. Sounds like it's really going to good use, that money, which is fantastic. And obviously with this work that you're doing, you're now Queensland's Young Australian of the Year for 2021. Congratulations. How does it feel to be awarded and recognised for this? It's absolutely amazing. Will and I definitely weren't expecting this this accolade. Because we love what we do so much, we just do it because we're passionate about it. With a woman like never expect to be recognised for what you're doing. We're really happy that we're making a difference. But to be awarded the 2021 Queensland Young Australian Albury 
give up the platform to write even more awareness. I thought of putting the right hand more into the mainstream conversation in our society. I also do it with my brother. It's a amazing one. He's an awesome, awesome brother. I, I wouldn't think of doing it quite without him. It's great you have that good relationship with him and you can do something you both love doing it together. Yeah, yeah. And so, Daniel, you have cerebral palsy and when you're out visiting the schools, as we touched on before, you use National Disability Insurance Scheme supports, including a support worker to help you with transportation, like to and from the venues, getting on and off the stage when you're presenting and, and some personal care. Why is it important for you to have this type of support? As you mentioned, I, I have cerebral palsy. I've had CP since birth. And in my case, CP is only a physical disability. Only the manual will fit for mobility. Having a support worker with me at these events makes a huge difference. It means that I can be a lot more independent than I otherwise would be. It also means because I now have the choice of support workers when I want, when I need support workers, it means William and I can go out and talk to a lot more schools then we otherwise would be able to just simply because I would have no one to help me. We haven't been able to do any school talks now because of COVID, but we'll still be able to make up for it by doing a lot of online Zoom presentations with schools all around Australia. Oh, that's excellent. It's good that you can still keep in contact uh, with students and, and get that message out there, even during these COVID times, definitely. Yeah. And if it isn't enough, uh, you're keeping busy with this. You also finished your Bachelor of Social Science majoring in politics at Macquarie University last year. Tell me, yeah. tell me a little bit about that and how your support worker helped you with your degree. Yeah, I had a primary support worker actually been with me for 12 years. She's been amazing and we've developed a really good friendship beyond support work. It was fantastic. And when I had the need of a support worker to my, my university studies, my support worker jumped at the opportunity to help me. So I was studying at university part-time, so I would only need to go in there about two days a week on average, but um, my support worker would take me to and from university while we were there. My support worker would subscribe for me take notes in the lectures and tutorials. And whenever I had to do a quiz or exam, my support worker will also be my hand 
and talk for me on a computer, which made it really easy as she was a touch typist. So she could talk as far that I could speak, which made it so much quicker for me to complete assignments, complete exams, and other parts. And you're hoping to use that degree in the future for work? Yeah, absolutely. So my full degree is Bachelor of Social Science, majoring in politics. I have to tap into my love of politics and hopefully get a job in the political arena. My dream will be to work in government and use my passion for conservation to be able to create long-lasting plans within government. I think any government would be uh, really lucky to have you. So <laughs> that's great. And I also understand you like keeping fit, playing wheelchair rugby, and you're currently training with the Queensland State team in their development squad. I've always been active throughout my life. I've done horse riding. I've competed in the national quarter horse championship when I was young. I've done rowing. I've done rock climbing. I've done tennis. But all those sports were all individual sports. And while they were great and I loved them, there was something missing and I couldn't quite put my finger on it. And then when the opportunity came to try out World 2 Rugby, I decided to go for it because I've always seen it on TV. And when I went there, it felt so natural. It was being in that team environment that really sparked my passion for World 2 Rugby. And having people rely on you I have it. You being, uh, you having to rely on other people, and that whole team dynamic was something that, as I was growing up, I never had the opportunity to fully appreciate that that I'm part of sport. And when I played World Series rugby, it was amazing. And you and your family only moved to Queensland about two years ago, and that's after you accessed the NDIS for the first time in 2015. So how has working with Carers Queensland, NDIS local area coordinator, partner in the community program to implement your NDIS plan helped you? My local area coordinator with Carers Queensland has been fantastic. They've been a lot more helpful than any other local area coordinator that I've come across in my time with the NDIS. I feel like she understands me as a person rather than a number for the NDIS. And she understands my goals and where I see myself going be able to help me mould my NDIS plan in line with what I'm currently doing, what support needs that I will 
Find out more about Daniel and William Clark's work in orangutan conservation at tearsinthejungle.com. Thanks very much to Fiona Stutz for the interview in today's episode. Thanks for joining us at Choice and Control, a Carers Queensland podcast. For more information about the National Disability Insurance Scheme or Carers Queensland, contact us online at carersqld.com.au. You can call us on 1300 999 636 or head to Facebook and look for Carers Queensland NDIS. If you're looking for maximum flexibility and choice, self-managing your NDIS plan might be the right option for you. Carers Queensland's free Introduction to Self-Management workshop covers the benefits of self-managing your plan, how it works and the practical side of arranging support and managing payments. This workshop is offered in person and online. Find out more, check for events coming up near you and book your spot online at carersqld.com.au.